Jersey Devils in overtime by a score of 4-3. Rangers deserve to lose this game. This was a very frustrating game if you're a Ranger fan. It was one in which they could have easily won. They were up 3-1 in the third. For me, there's parallels to the last Ranger-Devil game. Obviously, nothing's going to be quite exact, but in reverse, where the Rangers were down 3-1 against the Devils and Jack Hughes did not score on a penalty shot. Well, here, the Rangers had a 3-1 lead on the power play. Now, the difference here is that was in the second period of that game in MSG. This is in the third. And the Rangers had a power play, unsuccessful, and the power play has really hurt them. Don't let the uh, the stats fool you. You know, two Filipino power play goals, empty net goals. That's, I mean, that's just where stats, you know, aren't exactly what they seem. But the Rangers don't score, and then Kako takes a penalty right after that, and the Devils do score. And, look, Jack Hughes is very, very, very good. It's frustrating because... Forget about Hughes versus Kako, right? I mean, like I always say with that, I am almost 100% sure that if the Rangers had the number one pick, they're taking Jack Hughes. Like, there is no... You know, obviously, there was a lot of talk at that time, and, you know, but Jack Hughes would have been the number one pick. That's just luck of the draw. Like, nothing that you can do about that. What all, What's also luck of the draw but sucks is that Alexi Lafreniere was the pick the year after. And I understand that you know, it's a year later, right? So, obviously, Hughes is further along, but Jack Hughes is just so... It's leaps and bounds, like, the difference between Jack Hughes and Lexi Lafreniere. I'm sorry. And, look, maybe if Jack Hughes is a Ranger, maybe developmental-wise, like, it wouldn't be quite what it is, but you could just... The, the talent just pops off the screen. It really does. And there's a lot more to discuss, not just this, but, I mean, Lafreniere... Makes a pretty bad play at overtime that leads to the game-winning goal. But, you know, look, Zabanajad totally fucks up a breakaway opportunity. I mean, good on him to get the breakaway, but he shoots it wide. There's a lot to discuss. It's not, you know, it was pretty big for the standings, but you still have a half of a season to go. Rangers are now at the 41-game mark. And, you know, it's just they get a point. It could have been worse. And what sucks, too, Shesterkin was really locked in. I felt like Igor... Even though the shots were very misleading in the first period, Igor all along seemed very glued in. And, you know, I guess maybe that tying goal, he might want that back a little bit, although the defense was very scrambly. You know, Jacob Truba being one of them who kind of like fell, and I, I don't know. I mean, Truba, while he's gotten better lately, it's still a struggle with Truba. And it's just things that Galant does that, that's frustrating where... I thought today Kraftsov played pretty well, but late in the game, in a tie game, mind you, it's one thing if you're up by one, in a tie game, he's putting Goodrow out there instead of instead of Kraftsov. Like, come on. When Goodrow literally handed Jack Hughes, perfect pass to Jack Hughes on that first goal. Perfect. Put it right on his tape and let him right in for that goal. So, it's just, you know, Gallant is going to defer to the veterans, and just some of, some of his overtime management doesn't make a whole lot of sense. One little problem. I, I like, I'm glad that he had Heedle on, but faceoffs are so important over time. Just get your best faceoff guys on there. And Philip Heedle is definitely not one of them, but that's not a huge, huge deal. He also had Lafreniere on, which again, I don't mind. I guess if I'm nitpicking, why not Kako? I understand that Lafreniere and Heedle are both on the same line right now, but that shouldn't be the reason. Kako, who I didn't think had a great game, if I'm being honest, but like Kako has been better than Lafreniere. Why Lafreniere and not Kako on that three on three? Again, I you know, there's bigger issues than that, but this was a tough game, and I, I think the Devils deserve to win it. 
I think the Devils really just, they got better as the game went on. And what sucks here is the streak busting continues, but in the wrong way, where the Devils had an eight game home losing streak snapped. This, the Rangers this season, and they've been better lately, right? Third periods have been better lately, but on the whole this year, you, you know, you have a two goal league going to the third, you, you can't lose it. I, I know you get a point out of it, but too many times this year where the Rangers have had multi goal leads going to the third and they don't win. That's at least three times now. I think maybe even more. I think back to the Oiler game where they got no points, the Islander game where they got no points, and then this game where they got one. And there might have been another one in the mix there where, uh, but like that's already too much. Multi goal leads. So if the Rangers had somehow got that, I was, you know, thinking to myself, if the Rangers could have got that three goal lead, I think they would have been in the clear. I think they would have been in the clear at that point. It didn't happen, and the power play was unsuccessful, you know. And then they take a penalty, and then the Rangers take a penalty. And from there, it's fucked. But that one stinks. So now that the Rangers sit two points on the Devils, and the Devils have a game in hand. Which, that's not a huge deal. Again, you have a half a season to go. So that could easily change. But still, I just think, you know, throw the standings aside for a second. It was a disappointing game. A winnable game. But one in which the Devils just, the, the speed is evident for the Devils. The Rangers are not a very fast team. You know, that they, they need to improve upon that. And Sammy Blay, it's like, what a waste. What a waste. What 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 does he bring to the table? I hope post-trade deadline, Sammy Blay is not in the equation. Whether that be healthy scratch, whether that be, you know, placed on waivers and, you know, and, and sent down to Hartford or somehow claimed, which I, I don't know who would want to claim him. Guy, guy is, you know, Again, I feel bad as the injury, but he's toast. Uh, Sammy Blay, especially against a speed team like the Devils, you don't want him in there. I I'd rather Johnny Brzezinski in there, if I'm being honest. But anyway, let's jump into it. Rangers, the first period I thought was probably the Rangers' best period. Even though the shot totals wouldn't tell you so, Rangers' first period was their best. I don't know how they were at shot 19-9. It was weird. Because, you know, and I, I th the Devils had a very good period, but I thought the Rangers played well. And they score early, and it's former devil, Jimmy Vesey, scoring his seventh goal of the season from Lafreniere and Truba. So give credit to Lafreniere, makes a nice little pass to Vesey, but Vesey really was the one, you know, made a nice pass around former Ranger and former teammate of his, Brendan Smith. So Vesey scores, and it's funny, he's had a knack for scoring against his former teams. I know when he was on the Sabres, he scored against the Rangers. Earlier in the year, Vesey scored against Toronto, so he likes to stick it to his old teams. So Vesey gives the Rangers a one nothing lead. And the Rangers got into some trouble at the end of that first period where Braden Schneider uh, interferes with Miles Wood. They were going at it, and actually in the second period, Wood interfered with Schneider. So those penalties kind of uh, offset. But Schneider takes that penalty, and I thought that was kind of a questionable call. But then a clear-cut call, Adam Fox hooks Jack Hughes at 17-16. So a long five-on-three for the Devils, but the Rangers' penalty kill does a nice job. That, that was a good, you know, sort of uplifting moment for the Rangers, and they keep that one nothing lead going into the second. Like I said, you have that Miles Wood interference penalty, and, sorry, before that, before that, Julian Gauthier scores. His sixth of the season, really nice pass by Adam Fox, and then Goodrow also gets an assist. Julian Gauthier, like, for me, he does enough in, like, let's see, I bet you he did not play much at all tonight. No, 826. He plays about eight to ten minutes a night, more eight, and but he's able to make these contributions. And whether that be drawing a penalty, getting a breakaway, like obviously we know defense isn't his game. But Goche, like I believe he needs to stick in the lineup. He's not your traditional fourth line guy, 
but he does a lot more than Sammy Blay. It's not even really close. So some depth goals by VZ and Gauthier make it 2 nothing, And then you have a chance to make it 3 nothing on the power play, but the Rangers are unsuccessful. Again, that first power play unit, it gets too much ice time, and it's just not producing enough. It just isn't. And I look... Whatever. I, I, won't, I won't call out specific players of that, but it's just, you know, you can't have that. And soon thereafter, Barkley Goodrow, for some reason, passes it back to the Rangers zone, and Jack Hughes just takes it and goes right in between Schneider and Harper and scores. So, the, so that stat about Schneider having at least an even rating, I think, for 13 straight, that's over now. Schneider went minus one. And Harper. Harper only played 10 minutes, and he might have been dealing with something injury-wise, or it honestly very well could have been they just didn't want to play him in a close game. But... Hughes scores his 20th goal of the season, makes it 2-1, but a really big goal by the Rangers to get that two-goal lead back. It's Chris Kreider, his 19th goal of the season from Keandre Miller and Zibanejad. So Keandre Miller continuing his point binge. I mean, it's, it's been impressive. I like what I've seen from Keandre Miller. And like I said uh, last episode, Chris Kreider, slowly but surely, 19 goals for Kreider. So look, like he's he is producing. And after a slow start, I like what I've seen from him. And so the Rangers have a 3-1 lead going into the third. And, you know, the Rangers, I thought they got off to a pretty good start in the third period. But here was the turning point. Like I said, you have Dougie Hamilton hooks Vinny Trocek at 547, and the power play does not score. You get that goal there, it's lights out. It's over. But you don't score. And then immediately after that, Capo Caco, the number two pick, slashes Jack Hughes, the number one pick. Just Jack Hughes was, like, for me, the story of this game. He is incredibly good like and it sucks that he's gonna be in this division i mean jack hughes is a star and the devils score on the power play it's uh it is jesper bratt his 15th of the season from he and hughes and it's 3-2 and then two minutes later the devil's tied up hughes scores his 26th second of the, of the game from mercer and graves so that was a sort of a sloppy play and it ends up where you know, Truba's kind of on the ground, and, and and Igor was a little out of position, and they tie it up, 3-3. And then the Rangers actually took another penalty. Uh, Vinny Trocek slashes Siegenthaler, but the Rangers kill it off. And then there were some chances, and Alexi Lafreniere had a chance, but, you know, and give him credit for that chance, but still, he shoots it right into Vanacek. Like, whereas Hughes is just, you know, picking a corner, finding it, and again, it helps that time and space. Lafreniere's not fast. So he doesn't really have that much room to do anything. So we go to overtime. And Mika Zibanejad, who had a chance shorthanded as well, actually, I, I should mention, Zibanejad had a similar opportunity where he uses his speed and he just shoots it wide. And that hurt. I mean, at least put it on net and, and keep possession or something. Uh, like maybe get the rebound or whatever. He shoots it wide, Devils get possession. But eventually, Lafreniere collides with, it might have been Heesher, I'm not sure. But Heedle... Who was it? Was it Lafreniere waiting for Heedle? And it was probably vice versa. It was probably Heedle. No, it might have been. It might have been Lafreniere waiting for Heedle for the potential two on one. Lafreniere turns it over. It's a two on one the other way, and Damon Severson scores. So where Heedle wins it at the Garden against the Devils, it's Severson here, his third of the year, unassisted, and that's a tough loss. That 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 one hurts, and you know we'll see where it takes him. It, it might not mean anything in the grand scheme, but it, it just it poked a lot of holes in him. And, you know, for me, the power play, some of the kids, some of the top guys, Truba, 
Goodrow, you know, Panarin. Yeah, so this this was you don't want to overreact to it because Rangers been playing well lately, and you do get a point which is valuable. But it hurt to see the Devils get the two. So again, Rangers lose it four three in overtime. They now head home to the Garden. They'll have three straight at MSG, and it'll be against Minnesota. So the Wild will come into town after the Rangers beat them earlier in the year, and then the Dallas Stars will come into town after the Rangers beat them earlier in the year. So those teams will be looking for some revenge as the Rangers had some road victories. And then, I guess similarly, then the Rangers will play home against Montreal, who they just won last game at Montreal. So they'll be playing against teams that they beat, but now at home, and it's a very heavy MSG schedule coming up. So the Rangers have been better at home lately. Hopefully they can continue, you know, riding that home momentum because they're going to need it. Again, in, in a very competitive Metropolitan Division, Rangers, you know, hopefully they can stack some more wins. But a disappointing game today. Rangers blow a 3-1 lead in the third. They lose at Prudential Center in overtime, 4-3. to